0: The scales don't tell you this. Good morning, how are we doing? And this might be the difference between you getting the results you want and not. Keeping going and not. Because actually, let's face it, the people who get great results just keep going for long enough to see the results they want. So this comes off the back of a message that um, was put in our uh, Fruity Fit WhatsApp group yesterday. Um, And one of the ladies just mentioned that it dawned on her that she hadn't run this event that she's running Uh, flower show, by the way, Um, for 2019. And she realised that when setting up, when setting up, hey, Tracy, how are we doing? When setting up, she realised all these little things. The stepladder wasn't out. She normally uses a stepladder to get up. That she was kneeling down. That she was just doing more stuff. And it's those little moments that the scales don't tell you. Because along the road to get to those moments, you've got fitter, you've got stronger, your blood sugar levels probably improved. And I know they did actually. Um, Your bone density gets better. And all these things make it easier to exercise. Easier to say yes to the five minute exercise workout, the 10 minute workout, the 20 minute workout, which are, are better than doing nothing. And that sounds really obvious. But we often prefer to do nothing than do the, than do and than do something that isn't perfect. We often prefer to do nothing than do something that isn't perfect because then we feel like we haven't let anyone down or ourselves down because, or we haven't done it anyway. So if it's not perfect, that's okay, and that goes for a lot of things in life as well. That could go for job interviews, going for jobs, talks, saying yes to social events, etc. It's not the right time, things like that, and we. You know, they can be the right decision sometimes and sometimes not. This is just a reminder sometimes also in how we see problems. Good morning, Jane. How are we good? How are we going? How are we doing? How's it going? That's the one. Um, Drop a replay in the comments if you're on replay, by the way. So I also want to talk about how we go through or observe problems as well with this, because quite often it's the scales that dictate how we feel, which is unfortunate, maybe coming from years of weighing ourselves, um, whether that's influenced by magazines, slimming clubs, who knows. Morning Sue. And the scales are still an important measure, don't get me wrong. They're one measure of many. And they do have correlation with certain diseases, as does waist and hip ratio. In fact, waist to hip ratio is one of the best things you could do. However, it's intrusive, which means that it's not often used because You know, if you go to see someone or especially in today's world, um, they'll have to do a measurement and, you know, there's more room for human error as well. Um, So there's all these things that come up as well. So what what I want to go through now is how we perceive the scales going up and down as a problem. Now, note that women especially can fluctuate four pounds daily as quite a norm. It could be higher than that, depending on menstrual cycle, hormones. So just bear that in mind. And that's why for some people, they actually prefer to weigh daily and then take the average over the week. So if you weighed yourself seven days a week, then divided, add them all their numbers up, divided by seven, that might help you look at fluctuations for what they actually are. Oh, actually, fluctuations do happen, but it's the average over the week, rather than going up, down, up, down on a weekly basis and just catching it on a day where you're feeling a bit bloated. And then it puts you down. Then you eat more. Then it defeats the object of what we're trying to do. Sound familiar? Let me know. Hey, Lisa. So I want to get clear on that first, but that doesn't mean you even have to weigh yourself. It could be that you focus on the habits. If we're not doing the things that we know we need to do, then why are we just measuring the symptom of that? Because that's all it is, really. Now, of course, it's not the be-all and end-all, but it's one of the symptoms of it. And that's where you need to also look at your waist and your hip. Like one of the ladies this week on our Q&A on Thursday, when we are talking about metabolism, as I actually spoke about in the live yesterday, if you want to go back to that, just scroll down on the page, um, podcast video, and you'll see that on there. About metabolism, things to do to boost your metabolism. But anyway, what, what we spoke about in that, and, and what one of the ladies said, is, she was like, you know, do hormones impact this? Because you know, I want to lose weight faster, right? I want to lose weight faster. And everyone does. But what I often do, my mistake here, is I often don't say or don't mention, don't ask, how, how much have you actually lost? Because sometimes we're comparing like the weight loss you can get from a really low calorie diet with the weight loss or the fat loss you can get from adding in muscle strength from exercise, getting fitter, getting stronger, losing inches, which is a different, different thing altogether. So she's lost lots of inches from her waist and hips then lost five pounds in five weeks, which is textbook stuff, really. Plus, what she does know is that she's losing body fat because her in- waist, hips are going down as well. Now, what she also knows is she's getting fitter and stronger, and this is the key bit. She's not actually finding it hard. And I said, okay, you could double your results, but if you find it hard and it's laborious and you can't wait till the end point, how do you feel then? Well, I probably wouldn't do it. Okay, cool. So, are you happy... <laughs> Are you happy of losing £52 in a year? Yes. Well, you're on on average, you're you're on course for that right now. And it's about seeing these problems slightly differently. And what if you just chose not to get annoyed by the number on the scales today? What if you just chose, because there is an alternative here. You could be annoyed with it, and what do you do? Okay, if you just chose not to be annoyed with it, how do you act instead? And you could relate this to... To like life in general, like for example, um, you know, coming down here, right? Um, this is poor for this beaches I just drive around to find signal to do this, really. Um, <laughs> so, um, driving down um, when there's loads of traffic, that can that can be quite frustrating and annoying. First world problem. Don't get me wrong, but you can sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, the traffic. Da, 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 da actually I can choose to be annoyed or ask the question, okay, what would I do if I wasn't annoyed at this? What would I do if I wasn't frustrated? What if this wasn't a problem? What if this wasn't annoying? What if I just chose not to be annoyed at it? If I chose not to be annoyed at it, I just wouldn't be wasting energy talking about the traffic and I'd probably mess around with the kids in the car, do a bit of work, which would then take time away where I've got to do work in the future. I could work on something else. I could talk. I could ring some. You know, there's all these things we could do instead. And it's about having that mindset of, okay, could, is this a problem or is this a project? And it's just feedback. But where you're wa- think where you're wasting energy in these situations? It could even be about someone else. Like you know, I've talked about this before, like Chinese whispers. Um, in here in a coffee shop. A friend tells you, oh, yes, I, have you never met so-and-so? Yeah, yeah, they're not, yeah, they do this, they do that. And you create this, this picture of them. All of a sudden, you, your beliefs, your thoughts, don't even give them a chance now, almost. My point with this was we create this, this image in our head that we then believe. We haven't, and it's not even real yet. And think how much we do that with other problems and we create them into something that they're not. And this could actually stop us from doing something. Yet there's not actually much logic involved in it. This is why we, we try and write stuff down. And why I write a lot of stuff down. Anyway. I hope that helps. thing with this. Think of the scales, number one. As just something that's one of many measures. And it won't tell you. It will never tell you. How easy it is to go up and down from the floor now. It will never tell you. Never tell you. How Easy it is now that you're doing things differently. Every, everyday da- tasks are, are now a little bit simpler. So, Fruity Fit has made me focus as much on fitness, how my clothes fit and weight loss too, and not getting down if I don't lose, as I know it will happen. So now I don't turn to rubbish food if I think it's slow, which is what I've always done till now. Yeah. And your results speak for themselves because you've done that, right? Because your focus has been on something that's positive in this time, Because your focus has been on something positive. You've now kept going. Now you've got the results that you were frustrated that you didn't have. Isn't that really interesting? It is to me anyway. Anyway. I hope that helps. So, any questions, as always, do let me know. I'll get ready now. We've got a workout. I've I've named it Core on the Shore. Which um, took me about four days to come up with. No joking. So, have an awesome Day. Hi Julie. Hope you had a good birthday. And whoa, well, don't fall down any holes. Um, and I'll see you soon. Take care.